Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Downtown Tyler Hyman. Oh, <laughs> hitting them out of the park. Welcome to Minor League, sort of. <laughs> this week we're talking about Major League, Back to the Minors which I was shocked to learn was actually in theaters at a certain point <laughs> really? in time. Really? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ticket sales north of $3.6 million. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it probably didn't cost that much, so, you We're, know. Uh, $18 million. Well, Ooh. I am... Okay. <laughs> that was all Corbin Burns. <laughs> I am excited to be talking about the third film in the Montage Factory series <laughs> that is Major League. Uh, and we've got a little bit of a special episode for you guys this week. Isn't that right? Yes. Uh, stay tuned. At the end of the episode, uh, Justin and I are interviewing uh, my friend Graham Jenkins. He is a editor and 3d motion graphics specialist for the hershey bears and he also previously worked for the south carolina stingrays the myrtle beach pelicans and the tulsa drillers nice so he has a lot of minor league credentials minor, minor yeah. league team names are the most fun yeah, yeah so <laughs> they're, they're all over the place uh, yeah. and he's he's into film too so he he's gonna tell us how closely this film truly resembles the minors <laughs> well let's take a minor look at major league three with the trailer season the funniest guys in baseball just take a deep breath and let it rip are back <clears throat> mr buzz got nailed by that missile in a completely different league please send me one real baseball player and if you can't you might as well just strike me dead they're just nine players short of a dream team you are out of here they're not just your normal players the hood helps Serrano focus. Well, all I know is it looks dumb as hell and he has to be led up to home plate. They train different. Could have been called for unnecessary roughness on that one. They run different. Lance the Dance scores on what appears to be a double cell cow and a triple axle thrown into. And they catch different. I like Pops next track. All right. We're going back to the minors. Back to the, Are we going back? Because it seems like it's a completely different team. Uh. <laughs> yeah what okay team let's, stuff let's like... give oh sorry oh, yeah go ahead okay. i was gonna say let's just give a little uh very short synopsis of the film here uh the film follows scott bacula who has quantum leaked into the manager <laughs> of a minor league baseball team as he tries to figure out what he needs to fix in this reality so he can <laughs> jump into the next body yeah <laughs> Something must... What historical thing do I have to fix in this movie? The Salt Lake City buzz must be better than the Minnesota Twins. I didn't ever... You said they were in Salt Lake City, but I never heard that in the movie. Yeah, that's... I mean, that, that that's the, the buzz or the... Is oh, okay. I mean, it's that's one of the thing. major goofs listed on IMDb is that uh -oh. the film uh, is shot in South Carolina, but it's actually the Salt Lake City buzz, not yeah. the South Carolina buzz. So they're probably playing. I mean, I think that most of the movie is supposed to look like it's it's uh, <laughs> South Carolina because uh, Scott Bakula at the beginning we see him still like his last minor league pitching game, yeah. where like he's he's using you know some trick balls and things like that to get by, <laughs> which is a thing actually. Yeah. Um, I. <laughs> 
Yeah, do people do that? Yeah, yeah, they, they do. They freeze balls? They like so. There's frozen balls. There's other things that you can do, but like it's kind of like that picture in in Major League yeah. where where he had all the different grease on uh-huh. his body. Um, it, it's kind of that same deal, but it's like aging pitchers kind of using wiles to get by when they when their skills have diminished. I uh, guess, <laughs> but he gave the not the ref. What's it called in baseball? The Damn ump. It. He gave the ump frostbite on his fingers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's one of those things that's like. <laughs> Like, oh, what a funny joke. No, that's serious consequences. Yeah, I might not want to hold on to that ball too it much. Was, yeah, yeah the, the intro was just really weird because it kind of makes him look like an asshole in the beginning. But then yeah. he's like the good hero character the rest right. of the movie. It's really weird. Yeah, I love, uh, too, that right, off, right from the bat, we learned that um, this series has got the uh, freaking cornered the market on blue collar rock. <laughs> the, song, the, the beginning of the movie starts so out with this song like, it's just a small town <laughs> doing town, small this, lives. This town ain't big. <laughs> yeah, this town yeah. ain't small. Yeah, right. It's a little of both things. Exactly. Say, Fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, come on with this shit. Oh god! Yeah, it's that, and then like every I, movie has been like the that. End song, the I, end the song, the end song's insane, yeah. and yeah. and the mu- the background music for these montages. Uh, there's a lot of <laughs> offensive background music oh, in this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll get to, we'll get to exactly what you're talking about anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, yes, yeah, so then he's approached by Roger Dorn. What? Uh, saying, hey, I need a, I need a minor league coach. I need a minor league guy for because a major league problem. Because I apparently own <laughs> the, the twins, twins now? The right. whole twins? But, like, so the team where Gus was originally, was that the team that farms into the Indians, maybe? And then... That's a very good point. Where are the Indians? The Indians are not in this at all. I think they just didn't get the rights or... Yeah, it's and weird. They, and they just thought that people wouldn't notice. Um, so, like, at some point, Roger Dorn just bought the Twins instead? Yeah. I mean, well, they're trying to pretend like it is the same team because Tanaka and Pedro, who, spoiler, threw up in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> maybe- I just figured maybe they came to the buzz because of Dorn. When they decided it's, to come back to baseball, it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's so, so yeah. Oh, there's all these people from the the original films that are somehow that are in a completely different working with the buzz that make no yeah. makes yeah, no you're, sense. Yeah, you're right. It makes no sense. Harry Rube, Doyle's Rube there. Also, what? yeah, yeah. And yeah, Harry Doyle. Okay, like, we, we need it. Why is he there? Yeah. I saw Bob Uecker's name show up in the credits, and I was like, whoa. Okay, like, like, I figured got it was going to be back. a cameo right. or something, but like. He's now been demoted to the <laughs> right. broadcaster for the bus? I assume it's because of his drinking problems <laughs> that we've seen exhibited throughout the previous film. That's true. But then put in one line where he says that. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, no, yeah, it's basically just like people don't know baseball teams. Like, just uh, swap them for the twins. Yeah. There, there's a lot of real world issues in this movie that make no fucking sense uh-huh. uh, that we'll get into but uh, I w- yeah I wonder if they always had uh, I wonder if this was like the story that they had going into creating the movie and the, sure. the Indians were just like oh it doesn't really focus on the Indians and the bad guy team is the major league team so maybe they're like they don't want to be involved this time I don't know I know that David S. Ward just does not acknowledge this movie exists right like he he still talks about how he still wants to make Major League Three. Yeah, he got a like characters by right. yeah, yeah. credit, but who, guild, guild guild required characters. Who by. made this movie and why? I don't. Morgan Creek made it. They gave it to a guy who wrote some episodes of Briscoe County Junior. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> and 
that's I mean he did other things, but that's the one thing that, okay. that, of merit that I could see on his IMDb. And it, it seemed like that they were just like, hey, we need a third one of these. I yeah, don't know. there's no, I mean, there's no reason. The Wikipedia page is so short. And, there's no production info. Yeah, are you sure a- that Universal 1440 wasn't behind <laughs> yeah. this? Well, that's why I was like, I, I thought for sure that this was like one of those direct to video things, but yeah. it was in theaters. So, so here's here's what I'll say. About 1998. This. As I as I watched this, I was like, oh, I watched this a lot too. Oh god, <laughs> I can't believe you've seen this movie. Yeah, I, I like, the, and there was parts that I distinctly remember. Ugh. And I was young enough. I was young enough where I found the hijinks of the douchebag twins manager funny. Oh, oh no! Yikes! Is he your role model? No, your hair looks just, <laughs> just like, like it. it. He was the worst. He didn't know what movie he was in. He thought he was in like a like a. Jim Carrey baseball yeah, movie. Yeah, like it wasn't that over the top. And he was just like, oh my he God. He did seem like an Ace Ventura ba- yeah. bad guy. Yeah. And like, yeah, this guy, I forgot his name, but he's, you know, character TV actor. He's been around forever, but like, he's awful in this movie. Ted like, McGinley. Ted yeah. McGinley, yeah, yeah. He's been in a lot of things, but he sucks. We bury the lead on this in, yeah. this in this movie. Actually, I think probably has actor upgrades, like pedigree wise. Of of like you get your Walton Goggins like a baby face Walton Goggins like yeah I, think- I didn't know he was ever young <laughs> I was like Walton what? Goggins was young yeah <laughs> he still kind of looks like a creeper in yeah this. he does he's like a and little like, bit of I, I don't know I feel like that uh, like Bacula is fun to see I think he like, was good yeah I, but I love how like Bacula is basically just Tom Berenger yeah <laughs> yeah I did I did like that it kind of followed. Um, we followed more of a manager as the lead character than yeah. like Tom Berenger never fully became like he yeah. was still playing in the second right. movie. <laughs> like uh, it wasn't it was still just mostly about the players. This one is a little bit more about the story following the manager and him like bringing up a team. Yeah. So so we get the same hashed out romance. Like, like oh my god, is, no, is it there... is not the same hashed out romance. It is zero romance. Yeah. Rene Russo had a job, a career, yeah, 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 wants yeah. and needs, a personality. Like, this Basically, girl, this girl's no, just in some scenes. Yeah, no, she's in some scenes, and it, like the movie just treats it like like afterwards, like she's in the stands during uh, Bacula's last game, and then like they just like cut to them talking about like whether he should coach or not, and then she's like, well, you could do baseball, you could do whatever. It's like, yeah, you see the other movies you know what this relationship is like, yeah she's just it. like i support you no matter what, what? like and he's like yeah. well, what about us and she's like us is always gonna be here <laughs> i was watching <laughs> this with my friend and i was like that's just grammatically incorrect like <laughs> yeah and then and then we learned that they got married off screen at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anything no, about her I was like, whatsoever yeah. the I was only like, thing Wait. we know is that she likes baseball because the creepy guy was hitting on her and he was like so do you like baseball and she was like yeah <laughs> no, no. Yeah, horrible she's not great. female trope character yeah, yeah, that's, awful, a, that's awful. Un- unfortunate yeah um i will have to say one positive thing about this movie is that <laughs> by uh, law we're required <laughs> yeah i was <laughs> with like the music and everything i was just like i was surprised uh how uh, a piece of the rest of the um franchise this movie feels right like it feels it doesn't feel like uh there was a huge dip in like production quality or anything all right. of a sudden for this third movie that 
a lot of people probably haven't even heard of or know exists. Um, so I think that was a, a one yep. good thing. It's, it's a really, it's like, it's it feels pro- like a major league movie. <laughs> <laughs> for better or for worse. Yeah, exactly. I think it's one of like the most or interesting sequels that we've done because it commits a ton of sequel sins in terms of like, <laughs> like it's a whole different team. And like, like the, forget that that happened. Like, remember he had to sell the team to Rachel again? Like, how that? Yeah. Don't worry about that. Like, <laughs> it throws a lot of stuff out the window. Yeah, but then brings a lot of people back and doesn't like completely change the formula and yeah. it's kind of like I I was yeah, I mean like hot take it might be better than the second one like, yeah. in some ways <laughs> no, in I a agree. lot of ways I, like in a lot of I, ways it might be at the end I was like I think I might have like enjoyed uh. As a movie, enjoyed this yeah. more than the second one. Like, at least I think it at least has like they're they're not <laughs> they're not paced correctly, but at least it has the beats in it where characters are supposed to grow and change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like where the second one was just like we're assholes now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like the, so at least you know a handful of the characters in this were likable as opposed to zero <laughs> who, which uh, took in the second movie it took characters that were likable and, and made, made them, them unlikable. potently unlikable <laughs> and the third one at least it's like oh, we got a mix here again yeah. okay like i think they're just both bad this yeah. was another one where I was like, this movie is too fucking long. It is so long. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, how many baseball games do I need to see? <laughs> I'm good. Next movie franchise, please. Um, I was shocked to see how many um, characters and, uh, you know, yeah. um, recognizable faces make it back into yes. this movie. We, uh, we already talked about Roger Dorn. And out of nowhere, we get uh, Pedro, Pedro Serrano. Serrano. And then even more out of nowhere... We get Taka Tanaka. Yeah. Whose name is now Taka. Because <laughs> yeah. in the first movie, his name was definitely Isuro Tanaka. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Taka could be a, like a nickname for Tanaka. Right. But then you wouldn't call him Taka Tanaka. You'd just yeah. call him Taka. It was so funny. The scene where they introduced him, they're like on the bus and they're uh, driving a game or something. And they're driving past this thing. And, and Gus is like, is that who I think it is? And it's like a... It's like Family a fun center. Yeah, it says Taka's golf course thing. <laughs> and it's like a pirate dude. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, but like, it's like there's not, <laughs> yeah. he's not standing outside. Yeah, it's like, so. it's like, a, it's like a, a statue a of like pirate, a pirate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know, a pirate guy? It's like there's only one guy named Taka in the whole world. And also that wasn't his name before. But hey, <laughs> yeah. that guy looks familiar. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know what's going on until they show him in the next scene. And like, apparently oh, he has a giant you? family that we never knew <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you know about the pirate subplot of Major no. League Two? He never once they was have... like, I want to open up a pirate mini golf course. <laughs> they have to find Curly's gold. <laughs> okay, uh. so it's like, it starts out wildly offensive when you we're reintroduced to now taka right uh and this is what i always hated about the food network is that they would always uh subtitle um, uh the japanese chefs even Uh though they were speaking english like chef marimoto would be speaking perfect english and they'd subtitle it (laughs) so they start doing that with taka but then whenever uh gus and pedro start talking they subtitled it in japanese which i was (laughs) like okay well that's kind of funny i thought that was stupid the whole thing (laughs) and then yeah and then later like it starts saying like you know loosely translated something about mount fuji we think yeah like like, so i mean i don't know i thought that was lame meta meta jokes are fun i don't know yeah i mean i thought but it's not that type of movie like it's not an ace ventura like the movie like is so wildly uneven tone wise Mm -hmm. like i thought that subtitling the white people or the people speaking english was funny but then the rest of it was dumb sure yeah when he's like just screaming, and it would say like, "Oh, I forgot to wear my cup." 
Oh, today. yeah, that was <laughs> Oy vey. And then it was like, of course, like when he, after the mini golf thing, he's like, I don't, I'm not happy with my life. So I'm going to go get on the bus with these guys and become <laughs> on the team now. Cause that's how it works. Um, and immediately starts like, like, and it's like, oh, no. It was really bad. And then, they played and then, turning Japanese. Then, turning Japanese over a baseball montage. Which of, is like. could have been any song. <laughs> yeah. Growing but, up in whenever we grew up, the 90s. How like, are we supposed to know he's Asian? Yeah. It's like, it's not even particularly a montage based around him. No. And it's, it's just, and that song is like a nightmare. It yeah. like, it like triggers me because like idiot, like people's dads, when they found out what, that you were Japanese, like in elementary school would be like, eh, turning Japanese. Or oh, the God. other one is Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> white middle-aged men. <laughs> anyway. It's just, like, it's just like dad joke catnip. For yeah. Like, and it's just like, no, it's yeah. harmful. Like, don't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I haven't, no one's done it to me in a good 10 years or so, but I would say like high school and middle school, yeah. like, oh God, I what a nightmare. Terrible. So, anyways, <laughs> um, I originally like wa- watching through this movie. I was like, "Wow, it seems like they only had him on the set for one day, but he does show back up again later." Well, does he? Yeah, he does. Because there's because there's definitely there's, a really bad green screen one, shot with him. There's one shot like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and there's lots. There's at least two or three guys credited as his body doubles yeah. <laughs> in the credits. So, but I mean, he was there and. He also gets a fun scene singing Oye Como Va yeah, with was, uh, Pedro <laughs> Serrano. That scene was also awful because they were also both wearing like extremely ethnic stereotype outfits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I would say the one thing I liked about that scene is that it looked like him, the actor, the uh, Taka actor, I forgot his name, but him and Dennis Haysbert, it looked like they actually enjoy each other's company. Yeah. They were like definitely having, having fun. a fun time. <laughs> yeah. sing, like, acting stupid and singing Oigo Mava. Like, in, that, in that sequence, and I don't know, I don't know the, the traditional dress, dress of the Dominican Republic, but... <laughs> it's I, not that. It's not that. Like, he's, like, he's wearing, like, full-on African garb, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it is not... It's really good. bad. Like, because yeah. he, he's reintroduced, and it's like, they play like the mandolin instead of they've been playing the banjo on sing cheeses right. and then when when uh Pedro comes back they switch to like a mandolin and so you know that there's like an eastern influence yeah. right and he's all like zen again and it's like oh he left baseball to discover himself but now he's wearing all african clothes yeah and there's a joke about him being dressed up for halloween which I was like uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was yeah. like come on you guys it, also, I mean, this movie bo- is rife with those dad jokes like it's yeah. like it's like they think that they're funny and they're innocent and they're not i mean his bat looks like it's a a torch on the other end. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it like, looks like he. he fa- I mean, it looks like it's the uh, the natural thing where it's like it's a tree branch that he carved uh, into his own bat. Right, right. Oh, okay. Are you allowed to do that? Don't you have to no. use like regulation <laughs> bats? <laughs> this is a movie that's so realistic. Okay. Yeah. Just, just checking. Just and also to say, like, there's a bunch of real world like baseball stuff here that like the team and it doesn't make any sense. But at the end of the day, I would rather have Dennis Haysbert and the actor who plays. Taka. Uh, it, we got to look up his it's name. It's uh, Ta- Taaki Ishibashi is what his name is, I think. Okay. Ishibashi. Yeah. Ishibashi. Yeah. Uh, I, I want, like, I'm happy to set those problems aside to have them in this movie. Sure. Like, like I'd rather see those characters back. And that that is a, like, if you have to make that compromise, I get it. 
And that, them being there, they still, even though there was more of a cameo arc, they still had better arc than uh, a better arc than Rube or Roger. Right. Which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Rube is stupid. I mean, Rube is really I, he's dumb. just like, why did they bring him back? He's like, I'm here again and I'm having problems again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good job, younger guy. And he now yell- I'm done. He yell- <laughs> yeah, he yells at him once and then suddenly it's fixed. Yeah. He doesn't have to memorize Playboy articles or anything yeah. stupid. Um, what else? Oh, what'd you guys think of the copious, uh, CG baseballs in this? <laughs> I was really like, bad. yeah, they did. They didn't do that in the other movies. No, right? no, not that most, I, not that I noticed. People could actually play. Yeah. This one, like every time the pitch was thrown, it was like a fake baseball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Cause you didn't that point see that? where, well, uh, no, I will, I like watch this movie streaming. Oh, uh, okay. somebody, uh, I know found it. Uh, oh. And so, um, <laughs> like, I mean, I, we, we were based, I was like, I'm going to rent it on Amazon. He's like, I can probably find it. I was like, probably it's, it doesn't even exist. Cause who would put this online? He's like, <laughs> no, it's the opposite. No one gives a crap. So no one's claimed it. And so it's probably out there. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I did not notice that, but the part where um, the twins manager like throws a baseball against the wall and it comes back and hits him in the face, I was like, "How did they do that?" Because it was such <laughs> crappy quality that I was like, "Whoa!" Like, <laughs> there's a lot of people getting hit by baseballs in this movie. Yeah, being yeah. totally fine, which they would not be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like Bacula takes a line drive to the back of the head. Yeah, he would have been uh, out for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there's a lot of baseball stuff that's weird in this movie. Like, there's a point where there's a bunt for one of the pitchers, Hog, has to go and, and pick up. And when he runs to pick it up, the ball's just sitting there, stationary, like, which is not how bunts work. Yeah, <laughs> Hog like, is uh, the young pitcher who only has a fastball, and he's a cool surfer. And you know yeah. how you know why? Puka shells. Puka shells! <laughs> Bingo! <laughs> yeah. All the the all the new characters are very lame and uh, uninteresting. They're very one note. Yeah. I did I don't know, like they didn't do it right, but I did like the concept of the ballet dancer. Like yeah. I thought that like the fact that he could jump over the basement that was funny. Like uh-huh. and the fact that the other guys were like actually learning how to stretch and how to, yeah. you know, control their bodies. Like I thought that was kind of cool. But it was also wildly offensive. And I also uh, the one joke that I liked about it that was ongoing is like that they're trying to figure out the name for a female ballerina. Oh, <laughs> and they kept calling him a balladeer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was oh, singing songs, yeah. <laughs> and like that like that was a euchre joke. Like that, I liked that whole joke structure about yeah. it. So it was ongoing yeah, so I, think- I thought that was a good concept, but they didn't do it well and then the the wan twins there's wan number one and wan number two that was a nightmare yeah i think my my most uh favorite part uh or the part i enjoyed the most in the movie is uh harry doyle ends up having like this rivalry relationship with the twins broadcasting so in baseball (laughs) are the two broadcasters next to each other like that rivaling oh okay often but they're not (laughs) right they're they're not not like like, 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 wouldn't they each be on a separate channel or something let's get into like this whole (laughs) the uger no the whole fucking quagmire about the concept like the final concept of this movie oh yeah yeah so, like, what happens is that, like, there starts to be a rivalry between the, the minor league affiliate to the Twins and the actual Twins. The Twins are a bunch of, like, high-paid showboats, which they never are. The Twins are never. <laughs> and, like, and, and, and so basically there becomes, like, a, a dare for them to, to, like, play each other on the field in the middle of the fucking season. Mm-hmm. Which would never, I ever, was like, ever, ever, I know, the whole happen. time I was like, how would, could they even do this? I don't think it's something that they could actually do. No, well, no I mean, uh, uh. 
first of all, players, you, I mean, there's so many reasons why this one happened. Also, you couldn't play, you couldn't force the players. So most of the major league players wouldn't, wouldn't play in this at all. Oh, um, so that being said, typically there's a press box. Uh, if they're, they're the radio and TV guys usually sing next to each other, uh-huh. depending on the press box. If they're opposing, the, yeah, they would have different places to go. Yeah. But because they're both, I mean, the minor league guy or whoever sure. it was could they could potentially be sitting there. Like that's not crazy. Okay, all right. But that's because the whole concept is crazy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so they're arguing the whole time, and uh, the other the twins guy is not having any of Euchre's shenanigans. Right. That's uh, great. And, like Euchre's just fucking with him. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I just love their back and forth. Also, and also, it's a weird uh, uh, Blimpy product placement. Yeah, has- Blimpy and Diet Coke <laughs> in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I get they're trying to say he's not an alcoholic anymore. He's drinking Diet Coke now. Yeah. But yeah. I think that Euchre, though Harry Doyle did get the best joke in the whole movie. It was the only thing that I actually laughed at, like laughed out loud uh-huh. was he, he purposely spilled a bunch of soda on the other announcer. And then like, and then the guy was like, Oh, I'm so mad. And he was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. It was an accident. He takes out a 20 and he's like, here's a 20. Go get yourself a new suit. Because <laughs> yeah. the guy's wearing like a seersucker. Yeah. Very flat point, which like yeah. Harry Doyle wears weird suits. Right. too. Yeah. But it's just the fact that you think he's going to say, get it dry clean yeah. he says go get yourself a new suit like that was the Ooh, only which, which like, I'm sure was a euchre like ad lib too yeah. Like, yeah like and he had He's a so lot great. of his his lines in this movie were really disappointing and not funny, yeah. especially yeah. in the beginning when he doesn't have the other guy to play right. off of. You're like, oh man, yeah, he he's really tired. phoning it in. But then he yeah. kind of came alive a little more uh, when he was with and the I other actor. Kind of, I think that what happened, and there's just not a lot of. There's not a lot of baseball intelligence to this movie, which is something that's really good about about the David S. Ward ones, where you know that your a sack a sack bunt is you know with the big climax of the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a real love of the game that kind of translates to these characters, and because of these archetypes that they're in the game, you get uh, you know characters that work not so much in the second movie. And this movie, there's so many errors. If you watch the scoreboard and things like that, and something I never even thought about, but it's like when you're doing these games, like mm-hmm. to keep track of that continuity is is tricky. And I think that what in the for those first movies is that they told Euchre what the baseball situation was. Yeah. So like, here's what's happening. You know, they were very, very clear in terms of what was happening in these games. Yeah. And that gave him more to ad-lib from. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's just like, it's like it's not even clear what game is happening yeah. when he's doing these early ad-libs. And so I think that that's why it suffers, because he's just sitting there reading jokes out of context. Yeah, but, you know, he's so good that he can see what's happening even through a black cloth over his head. <laughs> yeah, his he mind need is to see clear. The game. They're, yeah. they're all going clear, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need to see the game. He knows what's happening. That was a funny joke, too. He's yeah. like, you can't possibly see what's going on under there. I don't know. Yeah, and it just, they never explained why he would have fallen no, instead, because isn't you said he's a major league announcer right now yeah, in real yeah. life, he's right? Still with yeah. the, like, the it's so too. I don't know. It's just well, it that's weird. not how it works. Like, like announcers like that stay forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it nothing, especially at that time, like especially like like now, there's younger guys coming in, but like yeah, well, like in, here in L.A., it was like Vince Scully, Vince Scully. and Chick Hearn, like yeah. that. That's it. yeah, yeah. yeah it's so. just like yeah, the whole movie is full of like these coincidences of people just happening to come back and work yeah. with the buzz. I don't know. It's stupid. They all apparently know Scott Bakula's character. 
Right. Even though he's never existed. And, yeah. Yeah. At, I mean, in, the, in the beginning, I was like, is it, like, is this it, supposed to be Tom Berger? He's well, no, I was now? like, what, Roger Dorn is like talking to him. I was like, is this his brother or does yeah. he know him somehow? Like, so, yeah, uh, you get like weird. that he was a guy in the minor affiliate of the Indians that came up it once in a while. Yeah. 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 Steve will shoot know. out of your ears. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I really didn't like this character, Doc, either. He was weird. I didn't understand why he was a doc other than that he had glasses and then he sort he's of like, tried he's, to psychoanalyze he's like your Rube. science teacher who's playing baseball yeah yeah yes. like, like he was like he was basically just like the one smart guy who is like i mean there are guys like this on baseball teams where they're like road scholars uh. and like they they, they play and like okay. but he was just not very good yeah, yeah i mean the he probably was cast and named that just for this one joke yeah so that when uh he comes up to gus and says like hey gus can you talk and gus is getting out of his truck saying what's up doc and then yep. pauses like Ugh. <laughs> at least he admits it i mean that was the best joke in the yeah. entire film yeah. i think i think that's why he was cast and named that i did i kind of liked pop so i think that's more of a credit just to the actor being yeah. really yeah. likable I don't know. I, there, there's there's this movie okay so a couple of things <laughs> pop shows up when scott Bakula lands and they're like like he has all his shit and he's like hey it was a game in an hour like here you go and then, like, so you think that, like, he's the assistant coach. Right, yeah. And then it turns out, like, that he's uh, that he's an outfielder. <laughs> yeah. He's fat and old. He's fat and old. Like, he looks old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and, then, and then he, like, doesn't want to play first base for, like, two seconds. Uh, I, I mean, I, lo- I love the scene with him on the bus where he's talking with Gus and they're having a conversation. And Gus is like... You know, sometimes when you people get a little long, yeah. the t- and, he, and then uh, Pops is like, give it to me straight. Yeah, like, like, don't give me that shit. And yeah. he's like, you're fat, old, oh. lazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, he like, looks back at him like, okay. No, and then he goes I back to him. He says lazy. He says slow. Yeah. Well, I'm just yeah. And then, and and then like, he lists out all these horrible things. And then, <laughs> and then he goes back to him because the thing you were saying, I think it'd be best for the team, you know, and his whole thing is like, don't give me the best for the team crap. Like, give yeah. it to me straight. And then he's like, yeah, you're fat, you're old. And then, I love his and, and, then, and then Pops is like, I guess it'd be the best for the team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just love his reaction shot. Like his face just like, oh, okay, that's what I asked for. Yep. And there's a point where they're at a diner and I think that this is one of the better like scenes in the movie where it's Bakula and Pops and they're talking about, hey, did you ever make it to the show? Mm. And and Pops is like, got really close one time. It was the playoffs. It was Boston. The player got injured. I got called up and there was a weather delay in Boston. My plane circled, couldn't land. Two days later, I could make it in, but the player was okay, and, you know, I he couldn't even land. And it's like, that's a really tragic story that mm-hmm. felt true. Yeah. When it was the only time they really grappled... Well, no, that's not true, but it was one of the times that realistically and emotionally grappled with the minor league, major league yeah, thing. absolutely. Because most of the time, it's completely ridiculous. And so this thing with Pops and Gus, and then a little bit the thing with downtown, yeah, uh, kind of a little bit. Yeah, there's there. There's, so downtown is the good player on the team, which is funny. Like it's so it's hilarious in this movie. Like there's he's like he's like oh like I need like there's not one ball player on this team, and it's like you have two players who went like who were <laughs> like who made it deep into the playoffs on like yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah. And they showed like no respect for being you have like three players, yeah, especially not Rube. Yeah, especially like, not Rube. Yeah. yeah, like Pedro and Taka. I, I, I are even a little forgot bit. about Rube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pedro, Pedro and Tanaka. Taka are like yeah. revered a bit, but yeah. Rube is like nothing. Yeah, he was on that team too, you guys. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so downtown um, is played by young Walton Goggins. Uh, his his creepiness just barely emerging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
he, he's, he's really good. After the first game, they, the Twins manager wants to call him up to the show. And basically, Scott Bakula is like, no, he's not ready. And then he's a real dick about it and goes anyway. And then, um, <laughs> then, then, then he gets sent down like two minutes later in the movie. And then uh, he comes back in like, oh, yeah, they pitched around me just like you said. And he's like, well, we can fix that. And then they don't even show them. Like, he's, he's like, it's going to be sweat, sweat, and more sweat. And it seems like they're setting up a montage about yeah. learning how to hit. But I will admit, gracefully or hopefully, they do not. <laughs> there like, I, some shots of him uh, t-balling and stuff like that. There's like one of him, yeah. like yeah, of, of getting out there, and then it like three minutes later in the movie, it's like he, he hits it, you know, outside. He hits it, you know, down the line, pulls the ball, and Harry Doyle is like, "Yep, he's now become a complete hitter." And it's like, well. <laughs> Glad we did it. We took care of that. It's the kind of thing I was getting to earlier where it's like the beats of the movie are actually there. Yeah. But they're just wildly poorly I... paced. They're just poorly paced. And they, the tone in terms of getting in between the two, they don't connect. Yeah. I, I also kind of didn't like that. Um, I mean, the the major league movies have all kind of been about like all these misfits coming together and like right. learning to be them, their best selves and playing together as a team. And this movie has that for about like, you know, three fourths of the movie. Yeah. And then at the very end, it's like, um, Gus is just like, I just want to win this because of my ego. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Fuck the, the other team. Like, let's just do this for me. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay, I don't, I don't really like that. <laughs> that being That's the crux crazy. of the It end. becomes a big, like dick fighting exactly. contest between the two managers. And, well, they get into okay. a fight in a restaurant, and it's just, like, bewildering. And then it cuts to a hotel room where he's with his girlfriend, and he's, like, Scott Bakula is shirtless for some reason. <laughs> and I literally, like, out loud was like, why? Like, and I, like, wrote down, why shirtless? Like, it was not – no one needed to see that. Like, I mean, yeah. he, it's not like he was – hideous but also it's not like woo you know it's like there was no point in that whatsoever um yeah, and just, then when when he gets back to the restaurant everyone's like yeah we're behind you which, that, was that would so not weird. be a it doesn't thing. make any sense I, that, that was really weird because i thought at first i thought like they were all looking at him because he was dressed not as nicely right. as everyone in the restaurant but then yeah it was all of a sudden like everyone in the town loves the bus yeah yeah every everybody <laughs> Yeah, no one fucking follows minor league baseball. I mean, yeah, like I everybody, every, no, nobody does. Yeah, uh, yeah it's like every, the, the premise of the movie now is that everybody in Minnesota hates the Twins. <laughs> yeah, and they can't wait, to, like they can't wait for them to see, like, yeah, like that minor league team is going to show them what's what, like, so, so they can play like for us. Yeah, it's not like everyone in the town would be like, "Who's the buzz?" There's another team in Minnesota. <laughs> well, I, maybe this is probably a, a stupid question, but why do minor league affiliates? Why are they far away from their uh, teams? Um, some of them aren't. I oh, mean, okay. like they, they switch around. Like the Las Vegas minor league affiliate was the Dodgers, then it was the Mets, then it was the Blue Jays, then it was the Padres. Um, so like they kind of switch around okay. uh, in terms of where they are. Uh, there's there's a whole minor league system. Okay. And so you kind of have to have – and they're, they're scattered around, uh-huh. and they do switch. So it's not – some of them are cl- – like, for example, the Angels are in Rancho. Oh, okay. So some of them are close by. Some of them end up being far away. It just seems impractical. Yeah. And inefficient. Most of the time for the, the low A stuff, you're not getting called. I mean, it's, it's not often. It's that not you often get, okay. that, you're, that you're just popping up to like yeah, yeah. To, to get in there. So, okay. Um, it, it's more, there's different leagues and there's so many teams in those leagues. Uh, so yeah, I think it's, it's a weird balance. I think it is an impractical system, but I think it's old and mm-hmm. okay. 
uh, yeah, you, and you can't. I think it's actually harder to pull minor league teams just out of smaller towns because it, it's they actually like the yeah, team. Yeah. yeah, but the people in Minneapolis would not care about. They, the they would not give two shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that was insider baseball with Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Due to my ignorance. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. like, we, in Vegas, we didn't have a team, so we only had the minor, the AAA affiliate. Yeah, we, yeah, we, for we sure. We went to go there all the time. Like, minor league baseball is crazy fun. If you get to go, like, it's, it, it's, stadiums are way smaller. You can actually see people. You'll see people that, that will become superstars at some point, or people, who, like, the, like, guys are injured. Like, go see a minor league game if you can. There's probably a dollar beer night. It's a good time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. it's like, I've, I've never actually gone, but what I've heard is great about the minors is, like, the fans and the crazy giveaway promotion yeah. nights and stuff like that and they really didn't show any of that in this no. movie either which was kind of sad because it would have been a chance to like promote not promote but like you know show off what's good about the minor league yeah they didn't yeah they didn't really do they didn't show any really the hardship and or anything like it just made it seem like well they have like kind of a shitty locker room but that's that's the biggest problem with the minor leagues yeah I just wonder, yeah, I wonder um, how they came up with the story for this movie and, like, I what the decision know. was to go back yeah. to the minors. I think I they know. came up with the name first. Yeah. They were like, a play on words, and then <laughs> wrote the story from there. Yeah, it's... Uh, and you really could have just rebooted it with a bunch of... Like, if you really wanted to do this, you could get a bunch of guys. Walton Goggins is a great start of of Misfits kind of... Coming together and and winning, you know, the minor league, and then having those rivalries, and then have those rivalries with the the major league team play off in the next movie when they, those guys actually get called up, right? And like you, you could do something with this here, but the way it's done is so stilted, and it, like it's almost like the structure of this movie is like two rival softball teams at a summer camp. Like it's almost like a summer camp movie. <laughs> it's like where like the the, the evil is? twins guy is like the evil counselor at the other at the other right, camp. Right. Like it's more structured like that than than. A baseball movie. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, and I mean, I guess it was like we said already. It was good to have Pedro and Tanaka there, but it would have been more interesting if any old character from the other movie had played more of a legitimate mentor like role that you saw they had like matured and become more of a like a teacher at this point. And yeah. none of them really were. They Appa- were just being silly. And Apparently, playing. that's the what David S. Ward wants to do for yeah. his three sure. is that it's it's Wild Things Kid. Okay, and he's and he's kind of the same deal, and he has to come in and like mentor him and whatever, which sounds kind of terrible. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, but but you could have you could have just had like you, you could have brought in his son or yeah. like you, like you know there's there's definitely any anything yeah. anybody. This movie is just kind of like what spare parts do we have lying around? <laughs> Couldn't yeah. even get Omar Abs to show up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, you know, and, and, you know, I was surprised to see Corbin Burnson, but also I was like, uh, he was kind of like the least important of the three main, like all the main yeah, characters. It, from the what first was, two what, mil- did movies, did he just not have anything else going on? Like, I don't, I don't know. He I was probably the easiest to convince to come back. Like, I, I don't know. He's really into the like faith based circuit right now. Films. Well, he didn't have much to do in the second movie, and he no. also honestly didn't really have much to do in the first movie either. So, yeah, I'm not. I was not surprised to see that he was like the one main person it's, they brought it's back. It's really strange. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. This movie. Yeah. Uh. Well. Is there anything else we want to say about this? The ending to... song. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. What do you want to say? Uh, say got, your piece. I was just saying, is there anything else we want to say about this? We want to start talking about the the series overall, or? Um, I'm good. I mean, I'm good on this movie. I, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it was not my favorite. The Let's ending just say song that. is Alabama's Cheap Seats. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> oh, there was another really hilarious song the first time um, that we see downtown Anderson. Uh, <laughs> 
hit a hit a home run. There's like some remix of this guy going like bada 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 swing. I was like, come on. And it was like a remix of the guy going swing bada swing bada bada. Oh my god. That swing batter track. Music. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is, uh, yeah, this is enough for me. Um, shoot, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, how many? I'm feeling down on this movie. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> you're sending this movie back to the minors. Hey, yeah. how, many, how many fuzzy bee mascot heads? Ooh, you I did buzz, like the bee mascot. The, yeah, the, 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 the buzz heads. Uh, how many fuzzy bee head mascots would you give Major League Three back to the minors? I'm gonna give it two. Fuzzy bee mascot heads. Um, yeah, this was my least favorite by far. Uh, just kind of really boring throughout. <laughs> and uh, I was just, uh, you know, I was I was excited to see some of the people that came back, but I don't feel like they did anything new with anyone. And yeah, the story was just not interesting to me and, you know, just didn't get that many laughs or anything. So uh, I would say uh, skip this one and stay in the majors. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will give it three B-heads. Like, I already said kind of hot take that I think this is just a little bit better of a movie story structure than the second one. I think I do agree with you. Yeah, and I think if I were... If I had the two, I don't know that I'd rather watch this one because it'd be funnier to like look at all the famous actors in the second one and how bad they are. But think about how but, bad Charlie Sheen's apartment is. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the the fact of the matter Ooh. is in in a sport like I said before, in a sports movie, you should want the team to win. And yeah. in this movie, I at least I did want them to win. I thought Scott Bakula's character was decently likable and Dennis Haysbert was there and whatever. And so I did want them to win. Where in the second movie I was like, these are all assholes. They made me hate who I used to like and yeah. like so i'm gonna say at, three at least in the second movie though i feel like there are still stakes to the game this one feels like no stakes at all like if they lose like what's the who, who cares yeah he's gonna lose scott his ba- whole salary scott bacula is gonna lose that 12 gonna feel bad <laughs> yeah. oh man there is no stakes to winning or losing those games yeah you say that and then i'm just thinking about that foggy wheelie <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I would much rather watch this movie Ooh, again. Okay, so yeah, Tyler, where do you fall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what I gave to, but I give this one more fuzzy oh. bee head. <laughs> yikes! Yikes! I don't know. Um, yeah. So, uh, so uh, the montage factory, like, there's, there's a this. I would, Major League is. The, we should go through and count how many montages. It's oh, got to be should. like twenty, yeah, at least. <laughs> there's, there's a template. For a sports movie that's really, really successful with the first one. And mm-hmm. they try to repeat it with the second one. And it doesn't it doesn't work. I almost feel like the reason that the first one works is it's getting to know you characters. It's kind of like the trope for the sports movie is almost like the origin story. Like, yes. like the, it's that type of story, right? So you can tell it so, 10,000 different ways. But for in order for the successful sports movie, you need to have the introductory thing to have them them grow because there's just a limited amount that the box is so constrained in what the characters can do within the sport yeah. that that you can't there's not that many variations on that. So I think that it's actually really, really tricky to make a sports sequel. Yeah. Um and I don't know if there's a good one out there. Mighty Ducks. I mean we can, <laughs> we can say <laughs> two we can say D two. Yeah. And that, that's what that's exactly what I was thinking, but I wonder if it suffers from the same thing. I haven't seen the it thing in a while. with sports sequels and really most franchises is the way that you can repeat that formula is by bringing in new characters. Right. The old ones change and then new ones come in and you learn to like them too. Yeah. You know, but they just 
didn't do that. Yeah, right. that's why. I mean, they were trying to do something different, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, Major League, uh, the first one, I think, is a genuine classic. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. And by virtue of, I mean, part of that is because it's the first movie. So yeah. all these characters, their personalities are all new and interesting and fun. And the second movie just like hits reset on everyone and they're like having the same issues. Yeah. All of our main characters that come back, they're having the same issues yep. as the first movie. And then the new characters are just not that interesting. And they replace Wesley Snipes. Like the f- just watch the first movie yep. and don't go further. <laughs> That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I like, I I'm just curious in terms of like what, what in the past 10 years, if there's, is there a sports movie that you've been like, yeah, that was great sports movie. Miracle, but that's that, not that's, that's not, not yeah. 10 years. I mean, Miracle's amazing. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I just feel like it's a genre that's kind of died off, and I feel like that yeah, it's it like has. Major League is something that is really of that time where those montages work. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you can make something like that right now. Well, I think it lends itself to TV a lot. So there's a lot of TV. Yeah. I mean, what about like, like Creed? You count Lights. that as a sports? Movie? Yeah, Creed's yeah. great. What's the the one with the black and white football players? <sighs> Failing. It's a Disney movie. Oh, uh, I don't know. Remember the Titans? Yes, or yeah, like yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh god. That one. Ti- you remember the Titans? Great too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. those are pretty, both pretty old. Uh, yeah. Miracle, pretty old movies. Yeah, yeah. Remember the Titans is what, like two thousand three? Well, and those are both true stories, right? Miracle yeah. and Remember the Titans. Yeah. But I feel like yeah, Creed is a good one. Yep. Um, there's been lots of boxing movies. Boxing's I feel. easier because it's just one. Dude. Yeah, boxing's yeah. way easier. Moneyball. Moneyball. I'm looking up sports movies now. <laughs> Moneyball, but Moneyball is kind of the same. It's it's a little bit different because it's it's like behind the scenes stuff yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. But yeah, Moneyball's. But there's still some like there's still lots of baseball in that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Anyway, but, uh, okay. Well, uh, yeah. Watch the first one. <laughs> Stick don't, with Major League, and yeah, that's good. That's about it. Yeah, don't come back for another season. But don't skip over the interview that's about to be coming up. Yes, yeah. because we will find out. Even in more detail than what Tyler said, exactly how yes. this movie is related <laughs> to the minor leagues, if at all, and if uh, Graham is offended by the betrayal of minor league, <laughs> I want to know. So stay tuned to hear that. Uh, in the meantime, you can find all of our episodes at SequelRights.com and email us, SequelRights at gmail.com. We finished another franchise. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Uh, so we need more suggestions. And then on social media, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at SQL Rights. Tyler, where can people uh, reach out to us? Give us some love. Please open up your Apple Podcasts or your over uh, Overcast or your Stitcher and give us five stars, uh, even though we gave a minor league performance. <laughs> <laughs> we did not. How dare you? We, no, we had to. We, we, we got brought down to the minors. For yeah, this we, one. Did. Yeah, we did. And, we did. Uh, we just and, made the best of it. And reward, <laughs> reward us for our hubris. Um, uh, yeah, so please, uh, the reviews mean a lot to us, so please uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and enjoy this interview. This town ain't big. This town ain't small. It's a little of both, they say. Our ball club may be minor league, but at least it's triple A. All right, we are so excited to be speaking with Graham Jenkins. He works in sports, and he's going to tell us more about what he does because we don't really know. Uh, (laughs) How are you, Graham? (laughs) I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. Good. So, uh, we, you know, we read your bio and everything, but can you tell us exactly, um, you know, what you do and uh, what your titles are? 
Okay, officially my title is editor and 3D motion graphics specialist for uh, the Hershey Bears, although uh, this this is where it gets a little complicated, But so I'm just going to dumb it down as easy as I can. <laughs> uh, it's officially Hershey Entertainment and Resorts, but most of my work uh, is with the Hershey Bears Hockey Club. Okay. So I do anything that goes on the video boards, like the main center hung board and all of our um, ribbon boards that go around the arena and everywhere else that we have in the seating bowl. And I also direct the in-game presentations. So I'm the one who's calling the shots whenever there's a stoppage of play. Okay, we need to do this. We need to do that. Uh, let's get this song going. Um, let's get the let's get the crowd going. Let's get let's get a noise meter. Um, so that is essentially what I do. Um, to summarize, I specialize in motion graphics, but I also specialize in in-game entertainment for the Hershey Bears. Awesome. And for those of the listeners who don't know, who are the Hershey Bears? The Hershey Bears are the oldest American Hockey League franchise. We are currently a Washington Capitals affiliate. Our, our big league club actually just won the Stanley Cup this past June. Um, we are the most or the sorry let me just get let me start that over we've won the most calder cups in american hockey league history uh, with 11 so we're the we are a pretty big deal in the league that not to be all ron burgundy but we are kind of a big <laughs> deal in the league um so yeah that's that's the hershey bears nice and uh so your pathway to the hershey bears led you through some minor league baseball is that correct Oh, yeah, that's correct. Um, <laughs> I'll be brief on this. I started working in sports for the Myrtle Beach Pelicans in 2014. That was a seasonal internship uh, just as a video production assistant. Um, they were never going to keep me because the guy that got that was my boss was hired like five months before the season started. So there was I had no chance of getting that job, which that was OK. I was only there for to, to get experience, but to be somewhat paid. At the same time, not a free internship. Uh, 2015, stuck with it. I went to the Tulsa Drillers in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yes, I voluntary, voluntarily lived in Oklahoma. I wouldn't do it again. Um, so I was there from about January to August in 2015, and then in the middle of Ju in the middle of the season in July, I got I was tipped off that there was a team in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, that was looking for a video production manager, or that's what I understood it to be at the time. And I was like, well, I've been doing internships for a couple of years. I'm going to give this a shot. Uh, interviewed well. And then literally 20 minutes after my interview, the president of the team called me and we spoke for 15 minutes and he offered me the job, that's which, awesome. um, yeah, it's, it's unusual, but it was like, holy shit, I got the job on the, uh, the first, on like the day I interviewed. That's, uh, that's, that's something that I'm not quite used to, but cool. It's a full-time job. I was there for about two years, uh, and then I've been with Hershey since last June. So I have been all over the place, mainly on the East Coast. But yeah, they're working in sports, I've seen <laughs> I've I've traveled around a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so now jumping over to major league movies, uh, how familiar were you with this franchise? Had you seen any of the movies before we forced you to watch, uh, the third major league back to the minors? Well, uh, the first movie when I was working in Myrtle beach, uh, people are working around me, got wind that I had not seen the movie yet. And they literally told me you are going home today and you are watching this tonight and we are going to 
make sure that you watched it the previous night. Um, so I was basically forced to watch it when I was working in Myrtle Beach, and then I would kind of thank them for that because it was a really fucking funny movie. Um, <laughs> Um, so I actually did not see the second one. Okay. Uh, so, um, if you ask me any questions about that movie, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, I have no freaking idea. No, it's okay. You didn't Uh, miss much. Yeah. That's kind (laughs) of how I felt about the third movie too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bird. Yeah. 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 So the first movie then is pretty like revered by everybody in baseball, you would say. Oh, absolutely. It's, if you're working in baseball, you, it's required viewing. Yeah, so do you feel like, you know, having worked in, um, you know, with some baseball teams in the minor league, um, do you feel like you were seeing lots of, like, inside jokes or, like, kind of industry jokes that maybe when we watched it we wouldn't have gotten or you have some more insight into? When I was watching Major League 3, they really weren't uh, covering the aspect of minor league sports. But granted, this movie is 20 years old, so I really don't know what minor league baseball was like 20 years ago. Uh, minor league baseball nowadays really focuses on promote like crazy promotions and I can get onto that a little bit later, but this movie really didn't highlight any of that. They really focused on just developing the players. But, um, so on that side of things, um, I can't really say I have any inside jokes into that. Um, but if you, I, about funny stories that have happened in minor league games, I can tell you all about uh yeah we'd love to hear some <laughs> okay where do i start um so the part where they're bringing pedro serrano out in this this hood uh, mm-hmm. that would never fly in, in any baseball game ever uh, <laughs> but yep. i mean it's kind of funny that it was in this movie but um yeah, no one would have had the patience for that um <laughs> But probably one of the funniest things that I've ever seen at a game. Uh, we had this uh, yellow Labrador retriever named Deuce in Myrtle Beach. He was our mascot. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you might be ahead of me in what's going on here. Okay. Um, one of the tricks that he performed was we would play who let the dogs out, and he would run out a basket of baseballs to the umpires at home plate or at first base. There were only two in the Carolina League where – the, where the Pelicans play. Well, this one particular game, uh, this one particular instance of the game, the umpires were not where Deuce was used to be, ha- seeing them. So he decides, okay, well, he veers off towards right field. Uh, there are no umpires within 15 yards of this dog. Then all of a sudden he drops the bucket of balls and everybody in the press box is thinking, oh no, he's not going to do it. Is he? Sure enough, it... It, he drops the biggest turd in right field <laughs> that any dog has I have ever seen do. It, it was kind of like he had been holding it in all day. <laughs> and he yeah. just decided, you know what? I'm going to let the groundskeeper pick this up. Have fun with that. The whole stadium went ballistic. They thought it was the funniest freaking thing <laughs> they had ever seen. It, it might have gotten the loudest cheers that night. And if you were having a bad day... Uh, if you saw that, you weren't having a bad day anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, it was bound to happen at some point, right? With the dog being named Deuce. I mean, that was not the first time he had did that, done that too. Um, in fact, we had just seen a movie, or sorry, not a movie, a video, maybe a couple weeks before, called "Deuce Lives Up to His Name," uh. and then, um, and then that happened, and we got okay, we got to publish this again. So we, it's on YouTube. It's called "Deuce Lives Up to His Name Again." Oh, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
<laughs> what you don't hear is um, everybody in the press box laughing hysterically through the PA mic. Because I think the PA announcer cut it off because he started laughing too. <laughs> okay, so so you're in the press box during games typically. Um, in the, in Myrtle Beach, I've had different setups. In Myrtle okay. Beach, uh, their control room was like the okay, it was. Um, the, our control room was kind of the press box, but it was mainly where, so the official, sc- like the scoreboard operator was in there, the PA announcer, the video board operator, and then the technical director and the director and music operator. The Myrtle Beach, it's a really confined space, Okay. but to- but that ballpark was built in 1999, which is kind of the case with, uh, ballparks built, uh, in 1999 and before, um, and then you work go to Tulsa, which was built in 2010. It's a much more modern ballpark with a lot more space in an actual control room hmm. and like an actual press box area. This, the, we were very spoiled in Tulsa. So to go from what was essentially just, <laughs> um, the, a dump in Myrtle beach. Cause I mean, I loved working there, but the stadium was a shithole. Uh, um, to the crown jewel of the Texas League in in Tulsa, excuse me, um, it was quite a starking difference. Okay, um, so did you ever? Uh, what did you think of Bob Euchre's character in the movie? Have you run across anybody like that during your work? Bob Euchre is a saint in this movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Um, there there are parts where you know he just gets absolutely bored with what's going on in the game. Um, that actually, when I when I saw him doing that, I was like, oh. I got to tell a story about how we were so sick of watching the drillers just absolutely suck ass that we literally put anything <laughs> on the on the screens just to just to distract us and the and the broadcaster because he had the broadcaster in Tulsa had a monitor for the video feed that was going going across all of our con like suite and concourse TVs and then the MILB TV and it was it was eighth inning. It was six nothing. Our offense was not going to score a run, so we just decided, all right, we've done all the required hits for this game that require our wireless camera to be somewhere. So let's just have him walk around the park. So he starts in left field, and we got this jump house there. So we we wait for a pitch, and then we put the jump house on. And then broadcaster's like, oh hey, and there's our jump house in a uh, left field. And it's like, okay, well uh, Hickey's paying attention to what's what we're showing him, so let's just see what see what we can show and get away with. Oh um, so then we ventured to like right in center field, like right behind the batter's eye, where there were fountains for kids to play in, and then we were somehow not losing our wireless signal, so we're like, okay, let's just put this on, and see what he says. He goes, and hey, look, there's our <laughs> there's our fountain right behind the batter's eye. <laughs> and then we we're like, okay, let's let's just see where this wireless signal can go. So then we actually got the camera operator to walk out of the stadium. And then there happened to be a street drummer right across oh the ballpark. God. So waited for a pitch, put the, put the drummer on. And he looked like one of our pitchers. So he goes, is that who I th- – is that one of our relievers? Oh. <laughs> our camera operator got across the street to a restaurant parking lot and – when he walked inside the restaurant, then we finally lost the feed. We're like, damn. Oh, oh, it would have been so funny to like actually just put some completely different setting on the feed because we're so sick of this game. So <laughs> to bring it back to the movie, a broadcaster getting sick of what he's seeing, yeah, like that definitely happens, especially when your team absolutely sucks. <laughs> wow, though. So uh, the minor leagues sound pretty wild. A little bit like anything goes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes yeah um yeah minor leagues are definitely interesting 
um, I guess if they had done a, a promotion in the movie um, that was like super crazy, um, I would have kind of really appreciated that, but they didn't. They really focused on just the baseball side of it. Because Myrtle Beach, we ran some fucking weird promotions. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Uh, prostate Cancer Awareness Night. Okay. So that sounds, here's the. That sounds important. <laughs> it, it is important. Um, so there actually was uh, a good incentive to what I'm about to lead into. Okay. Uh, the the our GM of the time was on the radio show. Was was on a local radio show. This is this is a Myrtle Beach story. There's, let me just establish that if I hadn't already. Mm-hmm. And our ticket staff was listening to the interview and. They they were talking about this uh, this kid who was battling cancer in the in the uh, in the region. The, the the group was called Fierce Fallon, and he got back to the the office and then he challenged the front office saying, "Hey, if you can get this little girl's page to get ten thousand likes on Facebook, I will sing the I will sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game at the seventh inning stretch while getting a prostate exam." <laughs> On Prostate Cancer Awareness Night. Oh, my God. <laughs> sure enough, we got 10,000 likes for this little girl to promote awareness for what she was going through. And then uh, if we made ESPN with this um, nice. with this promotion. Wow. So um, and I, I'm telling all these Myrtle Beach stories. I got a ton of other funny promotions that we did. Uh, but I'll continue with this one. So sure enough, the game comes around and we have to displace a few people to set this up because um, what we were trying to do was get the broadcaster's micro- broadcaster's feed, set up a microphone for him so that it would go on our radio feed and then another microphone so that it would go in stadium. But we also had to set up a camera in, a, in an angle that didn't show anything besides <laughs> RTM <laughs> to yeah. go out to the video board. Well, so it's the seventh inning time, and we actually need to take out one of our inputs uh, to do that. We had to take out a replay input for our switcher. Well, we do that, and it's the seventh inning, and then all of a sudden our entire feed goes dead. We're like, oh, shit. This is the absolute (laughs) worst possible time for this to go down. Um, We miraculously get the feed back up with two outs left. I am running to the other side of the room to make sure that – that camera is good to go. And then I also had my DSLR set up, so that camera might have been a little scarred. But um, we ran the promotion, <laughs> and everyone was had no idea what to think when they saw it. Um, <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> and then – so he at, our GM actually started a trend called – called the two knuckle challenge. Oh, um, so other GMs across minor league baseball started doing this too. Wow. Well, I guess it's all for a good cause. It is. <laughs> I mean, it was like, Hey, look, I can, if I can get a prostate exam while singing this seventh inning stretch in front of thousands of people, you can get your prostate. Sure, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's really what the point of the, the yeah, whole stunt. Was. I like that. I like that. So was there anything in the movie that actually like, that you did like that rang true for you um what i did like was that it had a manager who knew his players best um it's like if you call him up too early uh he's gonna get it's not gonna do him well and then sure enough you know anderson he sucked when he played for (laughs) the twins um so then he had to get sent back down so 
a, pl- a manager looking out for his team. Uh, that's definitely something that uh, you want, that I liked as a baseball fan. Um, our, our manager in Murray Beach was like that too. He he um, was quite the character. So <laughs> nice. uh, yeah, his manager his name was Joe Mikulik, and if you just Google his name, like Joe Mikulik meltdown, uh, you'll probably get a laundry <laughs> list of uh, of videos that um, you could find. Nice. Um, and what. Whenever uh, there was a managerial conflict with an umpire, it's we are actually required by the league to film it because the league may need to review it if, <laughs> if the manager does something bad. Oh, wow. Wow. So if there's a manager, he's like, okay, all cameras to the manager right now. This is not a joke. <laughs> and the great thing is if the manager has a total meltdown, you get it on multiple different angles. <laughs> okay. And then what do you think was like the most – unrealistic thing was there anything that like straight up you found offensive or like uh reprehensible that it was so far off from the truth oh yeah the chin music instant the sequences um a player is not gonna walk up to the mound and say if you do that again i'm i'm gonna hurt you bad what the player's gonna do he's gonna drop his bat throw his helmet off and charge the mound and try to start a fight with the player Right. Um, and so that was, I was watching that and just like, mm, no, I can't suspend my disbelief. I know this is a movie, but I, I can't do it with this particular instance. <laughs> so what about like, so the, the movie hinges on these two uh, games between the minor league team and the major league team. Is that something that like <laughs> is even at all realistic uh, as far as happening in real, real life or? Like, yes and no. Okay. Um, when you usually only see a major league team take on a minor league team if they sign a new affiliation with them. So Myrtle Beach 2011 signed an affiliate agreement with the Texas Rangers. So the Texas Rangers played an exhibition game at that stadium. And I actually have a signed baseball from that team, um, whenever they did show up. So, I mean, I obviously wasn't there in 2011, but they knew I was a big Rangers fan. They have them lying around. So they gave it to me. Okay, but so this actually does happen every once in a while. Every once in a while, but not during a season <laughs> yeah, like, they, right. like they have uh, in the movie. That would never happen because they're never going to fly a minor league team to where, like Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to – every team buses. Like, there's, unless it's the International League AAA, um, th- that's probably the only league that actually flies. But double A, no. High A, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then uh, we were commenting about the part where they first announced that there was going to be this rivalry game. And Gus is like in a restaurant and all these people keep coming up to him and saying like how they want him to beat the twins and everything. Like living in these communities and interacting with fans, like would that ever be realistic that they would want the minor league team to win over their major league team? Um, That's kind of hard to say. Um, there it's minor league fan, uh, minor league baseball. It's, I mean, you you have your season ticket holders that are maybe forty and up, so that are really dedicated to the team. Mm-hmm. So maybe they would say, "Hey, I really hope uh, your Pelicans beat the Rangers. Uh, that would be kind of fun." But not like 
the hateful condescension that those people had in the movie. It's like, beat the twins. We fucking hate them. They suck. <laughs> yeah. What, what, uh, what are the fan bases like for uh, minor league teams? Like I, I have no, I don't really follow any of them. So I have no concept of if there's people like, you know, going to all the games, like knowing the players rooting for them. Like, what's that like? It really depends on the market and whether, and I guess how long the team has been there. I can tell you that, like, I live in Hershey, Pennsylvania right now. Their Harrisburg Senators are the double A team in this area. No one gives a shit about that team. <laughs> um, they, in fact, like, I think they got most of their fans to show up for opening night and then when Tim Tebow showed up. Oh, God. That's it. <laughs> um, Tulsa had a pretty good fan base. They would show up pretty well for every Friday night games. Um, and th- they still showed up even though that team sucked. <laughs> God, that team was brutal. Um, and then Myrtle Beach has actually a pretty good fan base. Most of it, most of them, it's, it's more, it's, it's a mix of tourists and locals. And that's actually kind of the challenge with, having a team in Myrtle Beach is you have to somehow bring in the tourists to those mm-hmm. games. And that organization does a really good job of doing that. Um, so it actually does get some for some interesting environments in that ballpark. But uh, the locals do really like that team. Okay. And then I didn't work for this team, but the Charleston River Dogs, people go to those games because of all the weird shit that they do uh, <laughs> promotion wise, but no one actually cares for the team. The the environment at that ballpark is actually pretty fun, but no one's paying attention to what's going on on the field. <laughs> nice. Okay. So you already mentioned that, you know, featuring the promotions would have been one way that the movie could have been better and more realistic. Is there anything else this movie could have done to, you know, actually showcase the minor leagues in a better, more realistic way? Um, I would have liked to have seen more than two pitchers for the the team. It's, that's all I counted. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Is I, I was like, well, do they really only have two fucking pitchers on that team? They're gonna blow their arm out. <laughs> um, so that that's one thing is maybe have more players to I guess care about. Um, and one thing that I it's like they just decided, oh hey, this 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 guy used to play baseball. Let's just add him. That doesn't happen in minor league <laughs> baseball um, because the minor league teams don't actually sign the contracts the major league affiliates do right so um they left that part out of the movie so So they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to just bring on their friends halfway through the season (laughs) no nope that shit would not fly (laughs) that's so funny uh well okay so you know you like major league one didn't see the second one we forced you to watch the third one would you watch a fourth movie if they made one would I watch a fourth movie if they made one? I probably would. Um, I'm not sure what they would do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you bring Charlie Sheen back. <laughs> it's like, hey, you're 40, 50 years old now. You, you still can you still throw the heat? <laughs> I don't know what they would do. It's about him trying to get into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> or being inducted into the Hall of Fame. I don't uh, know. Like Mr. 3000 where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah three of your hits don't count. What exactly. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they could just redo that, but with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Justin Man. was an extra in Mr. 3000. That's his claim to fame. No That's way. True. I was, yeah. You can see me in the trailer. Nice. Look it up. No, I'm 
So is there anything else that you wanted to uh, say about this movie or just about uh, your experience in baseball or in sports in general? Um, I, I can't let you guys go without telling the story about how we, I mean, this is how, this is like my introduction to working in minor league baseball okay. It's literally the first week working in, in the organization, the Oscars happen. And this is like when John Travolta just, yeah. I don't know what happened. He just, he badly mispronounced Adina Menzel's name, called her Adele Dazeem. Yeah. Like just <laughs> totally botched her name. And then it's like that Monday comes and then our GM walks up to the my coworker and I say, hey, can either of you guys, you guys sing? And I was kind of a chicken. I was just like, uh, no, sorry, I can't. Um, and then so the next day they're out in the fucking freezing cold. It, no, I'm not making this up. It was 28 <laughs> degrees in Myrtle Beach. I didn't move to a freaking beach town just so I would experience winter. That's not <laughs> fair. Um, but they, they filmed this video out there. They, they dressed our, uh, Pelican mascot splash in a tuxedo or like some, (laughs) some goofy shit. And then, um, and that happened to be one of, one of the other interns too, because we didn't have the mascot available that day. (laughs) (laughs) And then sure enough, um, they, my boss finishes that video and it was a parody to, uh, you're the one that I want. And we changed it to "It's the name that I want," and we announced that we were having a John Travolta night. Oh my god! <laughs> and this was after we had published our promotion schedule, so we we're like, "Oh fuck, we got to do this now!" And so, literally two days after that happened, we announced we were having a John Travolta night, and we actually made um, Olbermann show when he was working for ESPN. Mm-hmm. We we got a little shout out from him, so that promotion was. Hands down, one of our best ones because people people really got into it. Um, you know, they showed up in their favorite John Travolta characters. Uh, we we oh had people God. dress up. We had pe- our staff dress up as character like whatever he wore in Greece. And uh, what we did the the funniest part we did was we messed with the headshots for the for both teams. So for the first time through the order, it was their normal names and then we put each player's name through a Travoltified generator. <laughs> so um whenever they were up to bat after that, there we announced them as their Travoltified name. Oh my god. And it was wow. actually our believe it or not, it was our first sellout for the entire wow. year and it was actually our first win too. So there were there were a lot of things going well for us that night. Um, and every time that we announced the Travoltified names, we just started laughing because it was the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> well, dang, it sounds like I need to get to some, uh, minor league games. <laughs> sounds really fun. I don't know. I'll have to go to one yeah, they, they are pretty fun. Um, what is the closest team to where you guys are? I you have no Quakes, idea. I believe. Oh, Rancho. Rancho Cucamonga. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. As far as I know, anyway, but Uh, I don't know anything about the California League, so yeah. (laughs) All right, well, uh, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to uh, watch the movie and talk with us. Uh, It was really great; we really enjoyed hearing your stories. And um, is there any way where that people can follow you uh, on social media or anything you want to plug? Well, I am on Twitter at Graham S Jenkins underscore. And I had to put the underscore at the end of it because I had a personal Twitter account with that exact same handle, but uh, it, Twitter wouldn't let me take it over when I deleted that one because I was using that account to just 
ranting, just like, you know what? I probably shouldn't just have this account there anymore because I don't okay. use it anymore. So I'm at Graham S. Jenkins underscore. Okay. Um, and then we have opening night for the Hershey Bears on October 6th. We are playing the Syracuse Crunch. And then uh, probably the, or then the day after that, probably the most exciting promotion that we have coming up um, and with next month is our Stanley Cup appearance night. We're getting the – it's our Washington Capitals night, and we have specialty jerseys that our team's going to be wearing that are going to be auctioned off after the game. And we're going to have the Stanley Cup in person for our fans to take pictures with. So that should be something really cool. Nice. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for being here, Graham. We uh, really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, have a good weekend and a safe trip. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Everybody get ready because the time is here. It's about to begin the event of the year. And on the perfect day, see the ultimate play. And I deal with it for your cares away. Boys are on the infield, pre-game warm-up. Hundred years of ritual, poetry in motion. Wind up, let go. Welcome to the greatest show. Nine innings of the game of life. Grab your hot dogs, don't forget your peanuts. Bring your gloves and put your kitchen on the seat. Let the game begin. Somebody's got to win. No matter who you blame, it's the nature of the game. Check out Statman sitting in the box seat. Scat with the organs. scoop a doo doo Got a little message for the whole human race. You can always try to run, but it's hard to steal the base. Wow, they just spits out of